Today we're going to chat about artist bios because they're super hard to write and we all get stuck thinking, how should I write this? How do I talk about myself? Should it be in first person? Should it be in third person? Um, what's the best way to do it? So we're going to talk a bit about that. We're going to have a look at some of the big names and what they're doing with their bios and then just a few thoughts I've had around bios and how they can just, I don't know, just to make it easier for you, I think. It's hard to write a bio, so let's make it easy. We'll talk about that today. Hey, I'm Craig from the Dot of That Studio and we're talking about going from musician to artist. So today we're looking at this bio thing. That's something that we all need as a music artist and it seems to be everywhere. So the first thing I want to look at is where are we needing these bios because we kind of have to, we feel like we're writing about ourselves all the time. So I think we need them for our socials. So Facebook, less so, but definitely Instagram. You've got those 160 characters or whatever it is that we need to write something about ourselves. We've got our YouTube channel. We need to be writing something about ourselves in that little brief. We've got our Spotify bio, which is kind of like our main, you know, that's that needs to tell the story about us. We've got to fill up that uh, bio on Spotify. If we're doing press releases or we want to send something out to newspapers or radio stations or um, your electronic press, press release, if you're up to that sort of thing around releasing a single, you've got to write about yourself, let people know who you are, um, event descriptions. So if you're um, putting on a live show and you want to encourage people to go, you've got to talk about why they should want to come and see. You've got to write a little bio about that. And the last thing is just posts, just everyday Instagram, Facebook posts. We're writing about ourselves. Hey, I did this. I did this. We're still kind of talking about ourselves and it's a, it's still a bit of a struggle there. So sometimes that can be in third person or first person or how do we go about that? So they're all the kind of social or not social, but they're the, the instances where we're having to write bios about ourselves. So the next thing is why are we writing these bios? What is the purpose of them? When somebody reads it, what is the actual purpose of this bio? It's like I harp on about all the time on this podcast. It's to connect with your audience. That is your main objective. Writing these bios is to connect with your audience. You want to write something that someone reads and goes, yeah, I want to be a part of that. It's connecting with them. So what we tend to default to, because it's easier, is just to inform people about us. So we might say, hey, I'm Craig. I'm a singer-songwriter. I write pop music. So that's just, they're all facts. This is how old I am. Um, this Maybe this is where I'm from. I'm Craig from Orange. Um, I write pop music. And that's just all facts. So this, this, this. It's very informative but it's not very personal and it doesn't kind of allow someone to connect with me unless they go, they might say, oh, I'm that age or, oh, I write pop music or, oh, I'm, what was the other thing? I'm from that town. So unless you've kind of got that straight up connection, it um, it's not very connecting. How's that for some good sentencing? I think pretty much the bio is telling someone whether they should care or not. So when I read a bio... I straight up have to make a choice at that point. Is this something I want to pursue or is that not really for me? And your bio should really say that. But if you were to just say your name, your age, where you're from, what sort of music you write, it doesn't really give enough of your story to allow someone to decide whether they want to pursue your music or not or follow your Instagram or, or click through to your profile or whatever it is. So these bios need to be kind of engaging. So what they're not is, like I said, they're not just facts. They're not just facts about you as an artist. And the second thing is they're not just telling people to do something. So your bios can't just be all towards, hey, go and do this, go over here, check out my YouTube, go do this, go do that. 
Uh, because again, that's not very engaging. And if we want to find out who you are and what you're about, we don't want to have to click through a million things to find out your actual story. You've got a chance with your bio there to just tell your story straight up and allow people to connect with it and just get an understanding of whether, yeah, this is something that I want to do. This is somewhere I want to be. This is the music I want to listen to. I agree with what you're doing. It sounds like it's up my alley. I'm in. You can't do that with information and you can't do that with go and listen to my new single. So in saying that, what should it be about then? What should your bios be about? I think you just want to be telling people who you are. What's your music about? What is it that you do? What are you passionate about? And how does that come through in your music? Tell people who you are. Who you are is not, I'm 22. Who you are is not, I'm from this town. They're just facts about you. But who, what makes you tick? What is your music actually about? What inspires you to write music? That's who you are. So that's what you put in a bio. That's the first thing. Second thing is you want to invite people to be a part of what you're doing. So right, that's why I'm saying don't just send people somewhere else. Invite them to be a part of what you're doing. So I write music like this because I feel like this. Come join me. Come be a part of that. And the way that you do that is with your language. So if you use lots of we's and us, so uh, what's an example? You could be like, we're writing music that changes this. We're writing music that feels like this. We're writing music that is great for um, traveling or listening to our music makes you feel like this. So they're all kind of inclusive, inviting sort of things rather than I write music like this. My music sounds like this. I do this. I do that. It's kind of like a us and them. But if you can use language like we, our, us, that sort of thing in your bio, it makes people feel like they can come in and be a part of what you're doing. The next thing is it should be a timeless description of you. It should be a timeless story about you. For example, you know those bands that you've been involved with, involved with, that you've been a fan of forever, for the last 10 years. You know what was going on those last 10 years, so you've got that history. But somebody who comes across that band tomorrow needs to kind of know what they're about more than just where they are right now if that makes sense. So your bio has got to kind of be a little bit timeless and that's why it should tell a story of who you are, not necessarily about what you're doing now because what you're doing now is very much here today, gone tomorrow, but who you are is, it's timeless. It's kind of a, a holistic view of you as a music artist and that's what we kind of want to be focused on. We don't want to just be all about, I've got a new single, I've got a new single, you should check out my new single, this is my new single. It's like, this is me as an artist. This is everything that I sing about. This is how I feel. Come on that journey with me and I've got a new single coming out tomorrow. Does that make sense? It's kind of like a an inviting, it's a holistic, this is who I am, not this is what I'm doing. The next thing is I think a call to action is really important. So you want to have, you don't want your whole bio to be go and do this, go and do this, but you want to make sure that if people do want to go further, if people do want to follow your journey further, there's a very clear place that you want them to go. So maybe that's to your Spotify, maybe that's to your YouTube channel, maybe that's to your website, but it's very clear. So it's not so much you can do this or this or this or this or this or come here or here or here. You want to be like, okay, come with the journey, come on the journey with me. And if you want to do that, this is where we are. If you want to come and hang out with me, here's where you can find me. A very clear uh, call to action, it's called. So all the big artists will be doing this. Their, their bios are very much, I've got a new single, stream it here or go to my website or something. It's very clear and concise. You're not making them figure out what they've got to do. You don't want to have waste any time with them kind of 
sorting through different options to figure out what would work best for them. You just take them where you want them to go and that's extremely clear. So knowing all this, first person versus third person, what is going to be better? Like I mentioned in the intro, we kind of default to third person because it's a bit easier. It takes a bit of pressure off us talking about ourselves, but I don't know that it's necessarily better. There's pros and cons for it and we're going to chat about that real quickly. So first person, I think, makes you feel approachable. So if your bio was something like, um, I write music about this and this and this, it makes us feel like this and this and this, and you kind of like, you know, first person being I or we or us, it kind of, I, I feel like if I'm going to DM you, that I'm going to get a response from you. So if you're inviting me to be a part of what you're doing using first person language, I feel like you're on the other side of that account. You're on the other side of that Spotify um, profile. And if I reached out, I would be able to talk to you. I think if you, if that was in third person, if it said, Craig is very good at this, Craig writes songs like this, I feel like if I was to DM, I'm going to get your PR department or your manager or something like that. And I might not have that sort of direct access to you. Now, is this good or is this bad? It's just something to think about. I reckon as we're growing, being approachable is super, super important. I harp on about it all the time, but actually growing connection with our audience is the most important thing for growing as a music artist. So if we kind of come across as being approachable, that works really, really well rather than being behind a wall if you're third person that kind of, it makes you look big and represented, but that can work against you if someone actually wants to reach out to you and connect with you and feel like they're a part of what you're doing. But maybe it's a little bit appealing for you to feel like you are being managed, to feel like you've got some representation, you're a bit bigger than um, maybe your fans base suggests. So you can write in third person to sound like, oh, this guy is being looked after by whoever. Somebody, he's got somebody writing for him. Um, you know, she's got representation. So if you write in the third person like that, it can kind of take us out of it and put in that, I guess it's kind of a facade of who we are. So we see this with all the big names. So they'll all, I don't know, maybe that's why we're doing it because we see Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, they've all got writing about them. They're not the ones actually writing that bio, which kind of leads me to my next point. Third person is great for social proof. It's really hard to do first person social proof. So what I mean by that is if you say, um, well, let me just read Justin Bieber's here. Justin Bieber's Spotify bio says, after closing out 2020 with smash hit singles, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he's one of the biggest artists in the world. Number one on YouTube with 60 million subscribers. Number two on Spotify globally with 65 million listeners. Over 200 million combined, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of social proof to say this is the achievements of this artist. You should like this artist because of all these things that they've done. So when you go on that, you can go, oh, wow, number one here, number two there. If, you, if that was to be in first person and Justin Bieber wrote that and said, I am the number one artist on YouTube. I'm the second biggest artist on Spotify. I have over 200 million. It's a little bit like, yeah, all right, mate, settle down. But if you write that in third person, then that's just somebody's opinion about him. And that's much easier to kind of digest than your opinion about yourself, if that makes sense. But I reckon until you've kind of got those accolades where you actually have some social proof, maybe it's better to do first person. Up to you. Let me read a really great sort of um, 
This is in third person again. This is an up and coming artist who, who I think is really great and is doing this whole independent artist thing really well is Jackbots. Check out this for, I think, a perfect bio. You can read this and straight away figure out if you're in or you're out and he doesn't talk himself up that much. Check this out. Jackbrot, Jackbrots. Jackbots is a brush of, oh my God. Have I ever spoken before? Jackbots is a breath of fresh air in the northern rivers of New South Wales, creating a band of surf folk drenched in the depth of substance. His EP's his EP Summer Nights and Northern Rivers showcase this in droves, with each release taking you on a journey with all the feelings from those moments spent under the warm cover of darkness. His sound is perfect for bringing those coastal road trip vibes to life, and his live, show, live shows are no different, ranging from bars, venues and festivals to busking on the streets across the Australian coastline. So straight up, that just kind of gives you this story about who this guy is. You know he's a surfer, you know he loves the outdoors, camping, it's great driving music, so you can read that bio and, and kind of learn a bit about his story. It's a timeless story. He's talking about the EPs he's got. He's talking about the new things coming out. But it's kind of this timeless story. Now, that's written in third person, but it feels a lot more personable than maybe Justin Bieber's one. But he doesn't have the accolades that Justin Bieber's got, so he can't put in that sort of social proof. What he can put is, this is who I am and this is what I'm about. Now, I think I think he could have gone up another level by instead of saying, Jack Botts is this and this. He could have said, I love writing songs about this and this and this. I think you'll enjoy this and this and this. Come on, come along the journey with me, hang out under cloudless skies or whatever it said and kind of go first person. That'd be my opinion. Um, not to say he's doing it wrong. I think that's a really, really good bio. But yeah, that's kind of first person versus third person. What I would say as a takeaway is just don't be afraid to talk about yourself. And the best way to do, I think a better way to do that than chucking in a third person is to talk about yourself in the light of, I want you to do it with me. So not, I'm awesome, you should listen to me. I'm awesome, I want you to be a part of what I'm doing. That's a, that's a better way to write in first person and it's a better way to write a bio, I think. The other thing I would say is don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't be afraid to express who you are and what you're about. The more that you can kind of say about what your music is, kind of means to you, the more people are going to be able to get on board. If you keep it vague and just say where you're from, how old you are and the genre, it doesn't give people enough to latch onto. If you say something like Jack Botts did, how I love road trips, I love being outdoors, that gives such a huge audience a chance to kind of grab, yeah, I like that. I value that. I reckon I'll be into this artist. So that's something to think about. That's kind of the main takeaway. I would love you to comment what you think? First person versus third person. Like I said, pros and cons of each. What do you think is the best way to go about it? And also, why don't you link your Instagram or your Spotify account there with, with your bio in it? I'd love to read through those and I'd be happy to give you some feedback on how your bio kind of reads um, from a from an outside perspective. I'd love to help you out with that. So you can comment that below. Or if you're on the podcast, you can email me at studio at com. That's all I had today. I'm making short episodes every week about going from musician to artist, 15 to 20 minutes. It's here on YouTube or on your favorite podcast app. So subscribe to keep up to date with those. Make some music this week and we'll talk again soon.